Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gents, welcome back once again. All things covered with yours truly, Patrick Peterson and Bryant McFadden. Got another outstanding, entertaining show for you guys. And anytime the Steelers win, it's always an awesome show to recap with our guy, Patrick Peterson. Of course, get ready for the upcoming ball game as well. But before we do that, this will be a little different of a show for you guys, for our listeners and our viewers, our faithful fans. We appreciate you so much. But this is a little different in regards to our show and some news that we will reveal with you guys. We wanted to share with you that this will be our last episode with CBS Sports. Yes, this will be our last episode with CBS Sports. But we also want to make it clear that all things covered, we're not going anywhere. We still will be with you guys. We still will be providing you entertaining, informative content, but it won't be with CBS Sports. So just stay tuned with what will, what our future will be moving forward. And like I said, we will continue to give you guys outstanding content. But you can still find me all over CBS Sports and CBS Sports HQ. And of course, you can find Pat P still doing his things on Sundays as well for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But just stay tuned. There will be more news coming with all things covered in regards to our future plans. But we will be delivering consistent content to you guys. So no need to worry. No need to complain or get nervous. We still will be with you guys, but under a new platform. So just stay tuned. And with that being Pat, Pat P, there's a lot to really digest and unpack and get into when it comes to memories that we have been able to create, you know, with content with me and you and, of course, outstanding guests. But we will do that. But before we do that, we got to recap what took place in Accusure Stadium against the Cincinnati Bengals. Pat P's, the Steelers' last home game there. There's a lot to talk about, and we will do so in just a second. Pat P. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. All right. All right. Before I talk about, you know, my, my vision and what I saw, my prophecy, before oh. I do that, let's talk about I'm you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's a lot I talked about that happened, that would happen before it happened, and it actually happened. And, you know, yep. we're going to talk about that, but... Your final game in Pittsburgh. You actually got a chance to walk into the stadium with your daughter. We saw videos. We saw pictures. Uh, how was that for you, knowing that that was going to be your last home game in the regular season with the Pittsburgh Steelers being able to do it with your oldest? Man, that was pretty cool, man. Um, it was just something I thought about heading home from the hotel. Um, you know, it's getting you know close to that time where my my oldest is. You know, she she understands and wants to be a part of a. Uh, dad car rides to the stadium and 
I thought it was a great idea for her to, you know, ride along for the for the last home game of the season. Uh, she enjoyed it. She was my uh, little um, uh, photographer walking into the stadium and getting dad's pics and all and all of that stuff. So it was a cool moment, man. We really enjoyed it. My youngest was really upset, Parker. But, oh, uh, I already know. Yeah, she's not old enough uh, to be with anyone else without mom and dad or in school. So we need, I needed to be there to keep my eyes my eyes on her. But Peyton had a great time, man. That was an awesome moment that we had the opportunity to share uh, this past game. Yeah, and, and it was another awesome moment for yourself early in the ball game, red zone interception. Man, take us through that. And, and it looks like you were – your first start playing safety, right? <laughs> you had an opportunity to prepare playing safety because you remember against the Colts, you were anointed the safety position during the game. So you wasn't right. preparing to play safety, but you had a week of prep playing the safety position. Man, you look real comfortable, man. How did you feel? Man, Mac, you know I'm a ball player, man. You put me anywhere on the football field, I'm going to flourish. I just – it's just the, the, the matter of the fact, you know. So – um. But I felt great, man. I felt good. You know, um, the good thing about when I did change, you know, when they told me I was going to have the opportunity to play, uh, start, start at safety, like you said, had a whole week to prepare, you know, had an opportunity to really lean on Meek, um, Coach Grady, uh, really get some film study in uh, because it is a, it's a different point of view back there. You have to be a little bit more patient because – I've been so used to being right in front of a guy no further than, you know, seven yards if we're mm-hmm. playing off coverage. You know, so the so the point of view and the communication, because now I'm kind of in charge of getting guys lined up, giving them the checks if we are having an audible or get out of a certain call, uh, putting them in this, uh, the perfect technique if they come out, if the uh, receiver's coming out in a certain formation. So, um, that was pretty cool, but at heart, man, I felt I really feel like I'm a safety because safety at heart because I'm a communicator. Like I love to talk, yeah. you know. So when I was put in that position, it was like, all right, now you really have an opportunity to to talk because you know at, at corner you can say all you want to say, but you're only literally talking to the people that's on on the on the side of the field that you're on. Yeah, yeah. So Good point. Safety, you have an opportunity to to really. Have a dialogue with Joey. Have a dialogue with Levi, E. Rowe, the linebackers, guys up front. You know, because mm-hmm. that's just something I love to do when I'm involved in the game. So, it, honestly, I felt like it put me at a natural position. To be quite honest with you, I'm just I was just blessed blessed enough to have cover skills that some safeties didn't have. Um, you know, blessed enough to have speed. And ball skills, and that's why I was able to play corner at a high level for such a long time. And you know, if I want to continue to play football, I think that is going to be something that's necessary for me. Mm-hmm. But it's going to come down to me if I want to make that change, you know, full term. And you know, if it comes down to it. But take us through the interception on on, on Brownie. Uh, like I said, they were on the cuffs, basically red zone, clearly in field goal range. Uh, he got flushed out of the pocket, tried to make something happen, threw the ball in the end zone. You came out of nowhere. I was so happy, Pat P, you decided to take a knee. I, I was like, don't you do it. Don't you do Boy. it. Don't you, try to, don't you try to feel like you can take one 101 yards and then the field, <laughs> offense got bad field position and we don't do anything. But, take, hey, I was I said, take that knee, man. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. We need hey, to tell you, position. If that receiver wasn't in front of me, hey, I'm going to make something shake now. You just going to try to make something shake? Why not? 
Well, it worked out because you took a knee, and you know, offense was able to generate. Yeah, I think they, they, they scored that, that drive. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they drove that. They, they, yeah, they scored that drive, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they had a nice little 80-yard drive coming out of that. But going back to your original question, breaking down the interception, it was in a, a red zone cover two. Um, and I, quite honestly, Jake threw me a gift. You know? Yeah, <laughs> to be he did. Quite with you, but I'm not complaining. I'll take it. I add that yeah. to the collection uh, of my interceptions um, that I have throughout my career. So, um, but yeah, like I said, we was in the cover two. I was playing half field safety, and you know they ran like a China seven, a China seven concept, which is that stop route corner route. Yeah, but they ran they ran the indie seven. I'm sorry, so they ran like the five yard in in. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yep. so they ran the five yard in. And uh, the seven and seven cut by number two. And once I saw number one immediately, you know, break his route off, if you go back and look at it, I go, I, I kind of beat the receiver to his punch. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think Jake was going to throw the ball because I saw him under under uh, under duress. I thought he was going <laughs> to throw it away. I said, oh, I might have a shot. Okay, yeah. thank you. Got it. That was huge. I mean, that that was... Uh, as I talked about, you know, earlier, they were clearly in, in, in scoring range, to say the least. You know, worst case scenario, field goal, you took points off the scoreboard and that it initiated a nice scoring drive for, for the offense. And talking about the offense, I know I was harping last week when we did our episode after the Indianapolis Colts loss. I was harping about who? Who was I harping about, Pat P? Mason Rudolph. Was I right about Mason? Yeah, you was right. Mason came out and did his thing. I want to see him do it again. Oh, you want you want to see him do it again? <laughs> yeah, because we need it. Yeah, y'all need it. Gotta you, have remember, it. You, you remember <laughs> the, the thing I said about Mason? I said, man, the most appealing thing about Mason is I don't we know. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Hey, and going yeah, into that game, hey, Saturday, last Saturday, no one knew. So we were just like hoping. Mm-hmm. And he, he delivered. Hey, Mason needed to deliver again and again. <laughs> and also, too, have it. <laughs> hey, Pat, remember I said there was no expectations for Mason because there wasn't expectations like expectations now. That I'm about to say that. <laughs> yeah, we got some expectations now, number two. <laughs> some expectations we, now. <laughs> we have some expectations now. And I think he's ready for it, man. You talk about a guy who's been battle tested. He's the longest tenured quarterback on the, on the roster. So he's been a part of the organization for quite some time. And he just stepped in and he just delivered, man. The fans enjoyed it. I can tell you another person who enjoyed having Mason as the quarterback, old George Pickens. Oh, yeah. GP did. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So it will be <laughs> real interesting to see what happens at the quarterback position. If Kenny is healthy, if Kenny is ready to go, what Mike Tomlin will do. Uh, how do I know I said on CBS Sports HQ, I, at this point of the season, you've got to ride with the hot hand. You know what I mean? You never walk away from the blackjack table when you just hit blackjack. And I think where we are, where you guys are as an organization, there's no room for error. And the offense that we saw, especially throwing the football, man, we haven't seen that in a long, long time. And it's not like you're playing against a team that was bad. I mean, Cincinnati was in in, in the midst of a three-game winning streak. Offensively, we were making plays. Defensively, we were making plays. And they just ran into the playoffs. And they were in the playoffs. Yes. Yes, they were playing for something. They had a lot to play for, and they just ran into a buzzsaw. 
in the Pittsburgh Steelers led by Mason Rudolph. So, you know, we're going to tap into the, the to the uh the preview with the Seattle Seahawks, but Mason Lillard to he hey. he exceeded the expectations. He did. And what else did you do, Mac? If you what remember I correctly. I said a lot and I talked to him now. What I say? Who what was your prediction? Oh, 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 uh the score? Yeah. Oh, I did the opposite. I predicted you guys would lose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, hey, Eric, what was my prediction? I did the it opposite. It was like 24-16, if I'm not mistaken. Pull it was up, Eric. Yeah, my prediction, I, I predicted you guys to lose. So I said, I, every time I predict you to win, you lost. Yeah, man, so, I told you what I said. You brought, that was your idea, too. You said Minnesota. I did the same thing in Minnesota. Kept predicting. I had 24-16. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it going. I'm gonna predict y'all to lose again. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Mason played good. Defense played good. You guys were able to weather the storm. You know, when Robbins went down, you know, another injured uh, injury at the inside yeah. linebacker position. But you guys were, he had three, you guys had three interceptions, right? Yeah, three interceptions and three sacks, if I'm not mistaken, maybe four. TJ, TJ Watt had I keep seeing people talking about TJ's third best. Uh, the third best best favorites to uh, win the defensive MVP. That's a lie. He should be number one, but it's another topic of discussion. But the defense made plays and huge win. I mean, right now you guys have a fourteen percent chance to make the playoffs. Uh, what's the what's the level of hope in the locker room right now, knowing that you still have a small chance to make the playoffs and there's still something to play for? Man, we just want to worry about what's in front of us. Yep. You know because. We had the opportunity, you know, to solidify ourselves in in the playoffs and and do all this, you know, weeks prior, but we didn't have we didn't take care of our business. So the only thing that we could do is take care of our business and see what happens. Play good football, winning football, you know, what I mean, and 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 if that happens, to so you know, if that, and if we so happen to get in the playoffs, we'll be hot. We'll be hot, ready to roll. So. No question. Just want to take it a week at a time, man. Worry about the um, the Seattle Seahawks right now, um, which is another big game because I believe they're right now outside on the outside looking in, so they have a yep. lot uh, to play for. Um, and I love playing in this stadium. This this is by far uh, one of my favorite stadiums to play play uh, play at uh, on the road. You know, so I know the environment is going to be hostile. No, it's gonna be loud. I can't wait to see hear what new underground hip hop song the DJ is gonna play. Um, and I just know I just know it's gonna be electric, man. So big game coming up, man. Big game. No question. That's a nice segue for us. With that being said, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Seattle Seahawks preview coming up next. Pat P, I don't know if you knew this, but this ball game, you guys play Sunday, right? Sunday. In Seattle? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you know this would be your 200th ball game? No, I did not know that. I know we talked about it briefly a couple shows ago about coming up on 200, but I did not know this one yeah. will be 200. Man, it's a blessing. Regular season. Regular season. Yeah, regular season. Yeah. Regular. Yeah. What does it mean to reach that type of milestone, my guy? Man, it's a blessing, Mac. It really is because... um. Not not to pull my own coattail, but it's everything that I saw my how I envisioned my career. Mm -hmm. you know, like I always talked about I envisioned myself playing 14 plus years. You know, that's almost checked. You yep. know, I you know, I've you know, I wanted to position myself as good as as good as I could 
you know, to be to be solidified or be in the same position where the NFL greats are positioned. You yep. know what I mean? So I feel like that's checked. And to come up on the on my 200 game, man, it's just it's just surreal because to be quite honest with you, man, a lot of young guys ask me this all the time, like how I feel after games and how I'm feeling now when I come into the facility each and every day. I don't feel like I played 200 games. And that's the God honest truth, man. Mm-hmm. It's just how is that tropical sprite? Yeah, tropical sprite, man. That um just you know, just my mental state. Uh, my physical state and just what I want for myself and not never giving up and not never, you know, taking no for an answer, you know what I mean? And just being a very good self-evaluator, you know what I mean? So I think those are some of the things that helped me get to where I'm at right now and come rolling up on game 200. That's special, man. I'm going to tell my wife that tonight so she can have me a cake when I get back home or something. Yeah. yeah. T- tell, tell her she's supposed to already knew that the cake was supposed to be ready right now. Y'all just had some y'all just had some nourishment. It's supposed to be ready right now. <laughs> I got a question for you. Trivia question. Do you know who holds the record, cornerback record for most games played? Probably Charles Wilson. No. No. Oh. No? Mm-mm. He in the hall, too. This guy is in the hall. Daryl Green? Daryl Green. Yeah, I knew it was Two, one of the two. 295. Ooh. Can you get there? We'll see, Matt. Only Lord knows. <laughs> two ninety-five. <laughs> Charles Wilson got two fifty-four. Rondé got two forty-one. Rob Wilson got two thirty-eight. Champ Bailey got two fifteen. Some those are other notable names within the the two hundred ball game club. Champ got two fifteen. We had Champ on the show. Good friend of the show. You know, talk. We talk to Champ all the time. Uh, we had Rondé on the show as well. Heck, we had Rob. We had Rob Wilson on the show. Only yeah, person we missing is Charles. Yeah. 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 All, all four of those guys are in the Hall of Fame, along with Daryl Green, who has 295. So your your next closest is Champ yeah. Bailey at 215. And yeah. I would I would imagine you ha- you've played in the most you're the the in active players with active players, you probably have the most games played in the defensive backfield. hundred percent. Active, yeah. Like my I think my percentage. On playing time is like ninety, like ninety six in my career. Mm. That, that's good ball. And, and the thing is too, you know, I, I sent you a link. You know, our good friends at uh, your good friends PFF, uh, right now among players with a minimum of three hundred and fifty coverage snaps, two Steelers are in the top ten for the lowest completion percentage allowed. Joey Porter is at four. He's mm. allowing forty six point eight percent. In regards to completion, and you at nine, you're allowing fifty-two point five percent. And uh, someone quoted <laughs> said, "How is Patrick Peterson still doing this this year after year? How is he still doing this year after year?" <laughs> so people still surprised that you being as old as you are, because you know people call you old all the time. That yeah. you still you still playing some quality football. So and PFF, yeah. if PFF puts it puts says something positive about Pat P, you must be doing something right. <laughs> yeah you must be doing because you know y'all bump heads all the time yeah we do but man i just want that's why i be talking about people when they be talking about people sorry and come on man stop stop speaking on things that you don't know yeah 
<laughs> no question. It, it, I, people don't they don't understand how hard it is to go out and do what you do when you're playing against the yeah. best in the world, regardless of what the record is of the opposing <laughs> team. You're playing against some dogs. Kareem Jackson mm -hmm. got 201 games right now, Pat Pete. Yeah, he uh Kareem in year 14. Oh, he came out a year before you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's been suspending a lot too. They call Kareem <laughs> the hitman. <laughs> is he back? Man, that, man, that man been hit so much that uh Denver Broncos cut that man. And he got picked up by Houston. Yeah, back in back into his old stomping ground. Yeah, got picked up by Houston. They just they hey just man, speaking Russell of Wilson. Denver, yeah, Russell West. Uh, I'm about to call this man Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson. Yeah, they benched him. I I I see that. That's a money thing. He he will he will he will not be with Denver next year. That's a money thing. But they still in the playoff hunt. But they just got benched two games him. left. Yeah, they still in the playoff hunt. So you basically giving up on the season? Nah, they still they gonna still fight, nah, but they just get nah, ready to cut man. ties with Russell. Jared Stidham is the guy. I understand that, Mac. You giving up on the season? You still in the hunt? You got two games left, and you mean to tell me you feel the rookie's gonna give you the best opportunity? Jared Stidham ain't no rookie. Well, who, who's the backup? Jared Stidham. Oh, I thought they said it was gonna be a rookie quarterback. I must have I misread that there. No, no, Jared okay. Stidham. Yeah, I was about to say, man, but okay. Yeah, that, that's that's how the league is. You know how it goes sometimes. Uh, yeah, Mercedes Lewis is the active leader with 266 games. He just caught a touchdown to Mercedes Lewis. Yeah, Mercedes Lewis by like year 19, too. Yeah, he been in, I think he got drafted in 2006. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. So you got quite a few guys a little, uh, ahead of you in a few I ain't ball count games. tight end, though, man. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to Mercedes. Those games are like all respect to you. But like I'm playing play in and play out, Mac. You ain't coming out? You just heard what I said. 96 of however many snaps. Yeah, Kaleas, that's my guy. Kaleas. He got 242. However many snaps I said I played in my career, I played 96% of those snaps, bro. Yeah, you ain't coming out. You know, most defensive players don't come out like the offensive guys. You know, you you share this with but us. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, that's, that's – so that 200 games, that guy's like 400 compared to his. No question. <laughs> no question. No question. Getting ready for a Sunday, what's the biggest key to the Seahawks matchup, you think? Doing what we did last week. The biggest key – the, the, right, listen, the biggest key is for number two. Well, hey, hold on. Is Mason starting? Yes, Mason starting. Is Kenny oh Kenny ain't healthy? Well, I don't, you know, I ain't no doctor. I'm just going. Is I, he started. practicing? Did he practice today? Yeah, he was on the field. What that? No, 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 no. I said, did he practice? He was on the field. No, he didn't practice. So he ain't take no reps. He just was on the field with a helmet. Well, not that I did see him on the field, but I don't know if he took any reps. Okay. Hold on, let me let me see. Cause you remember what I told you, we be separate. Yeah, yeah. You, you told Hold me. Hold on, that. let me let me think. I don't remember seeing him taking any rep. No, like no real snaps, to be honest. With okay. You. So so we're 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 attacking this question, assuming that Mason Rudolph is going to start against Seattle, and if that's, that's what the Coach case. Said. Oh, he did say that. You're right. So that's that's, <laughs> no, the, that's the biggest key to the matchup. I'm just going with what Coach said. Kenny Pickett, you remember I said last week they put they put they give him a statue in the south side. 
Listen, that's the biggest key right there. Play yeah. smart, clean football and make plays. Exactly. Because this is a vulnerable defense you're going against. They got some holes. They, they, they had some holes a little bit, you know, on the defensive side where you can kind of take advantage of them. Uh, you just got to, you just, you just can't start off slow. And that's the thing that I loved too last week, Pat P. Y'all started off fast. Yeah. Y'all start off rolling. You didn't wait for the rate the, the race to get going. You 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 started the race, and you can't start off slow on the road. You know that, especially when you're trying to hunt to get in the playoffs. Mm-mm. We got this because we got to. If we do get in there, we got to take this show on the road. So let's get used to it. No question, Star. Don't don't. It's a fight. Don't let them punch you first. You punch them first. Yes, indeed. And that's what y'all did. Y'all came out swinging, and, and old Mason came out swinging, and I said, "Yes, sir." And I, I did a pregame show on CBS Sports HQ. I said for tonight. His nickname is Mason the Great Rudolph. <laughs> I gave him a nickname. Now, I said, I don't know what it's going to be next week, but for tonight, it's Mason the Great. And I got to come up with a nickname for getting ready for Sunday. We're going to come up with a nickname, and we're going to ride it till we can't ride. You're going to keep it. As long as we're hitting blackjack, we're going to stay. We're going to stay. We're going to stay. And I got to give a prediction right now. And I'm, I'm going to do the same thing I did. I'm predicting the Steelers will lose, because every time I predict them to win, they lost. So Steelers gonna lose. The score for this ball game is gonna be 27-17 Seattle win. Sure. That's what we're gonna be. That's what we're gonna do. Okay, we got a little a little stat for you. Eric said it didn't track snaps in 2011 as closely, but he counted 11,995 defensive snaps for, for Pat between 2012 and 2023. I don't know how he counted that, but that's what that's what he came up with. I don't know how how he counted that that fast. Did he look what? Eric, you know, Eric got that uh, what you call that um, that little graphic thing. Man, I don't know what Eric got, man. Almost twelve. So you gonna hit you gonna hit over twelve thousand snaps. Clearly, this season right here. Now I'm already over twelve thousand. You see, they ain't count my my rookie year, man. I played every game that year too. Oh. My Marty with 12,000 cat. It's the tropical sprite, man. For y'all young boys out there, man, watching, you ain't gonna stay healthy. Remember, Mel Blunt told us he used to eat rabbit. I guess you you drinking tropical sprite. So, hey, back up. I'll tell you something else, too. What you got? Getting a hot sauna, man, three times a week. That's what you do? Change your life, dog. Man. Hey, well, you know dog. something. You know something. Tell him. No question. But hey, Pat, we're going to take a break. But before we go, with this being our last episode with CBS, I think it's only right that we talk about some of our, our most, you know, memorable memories, favorite guests, moments, things like that. There's a lot because you got to realize we've been doing this thing for about, what, four years now? Yeah. And there's a there's a there's a lot of headlines that we made, national headlines, you know what I mean? And, and viral moments that we've been partaking in. And we still got more left to, to come, but we're going to just kind of recap some of the things that we've been doing, me and Pat P, since day one, starting all things covered, man, and, and just kind of share some of these moments with you guys. I hope you enjoy them as well. And for our faithful listeners and, and, and fans, you guys know exactly some of these moments we're going to hit on. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're back. We're back. As we said, man, we want to, you know, share some memorable moments with you guys, man. Me and my guy, Pat P, man, we've had on all things covered. Pat P, do you remember our very, very first guest? Of course I do. It's the Honey Badger. You've been cheating. You look at the sheep. I remember that because we. I remember what we did. We did it in my backyard. 
When you was in AZ? Yeah, I was in AZ in the backyard because that's that was that's when COVID started. So I didn't want, you know, I didn't want any of the COVID stuff coming through my computer. So that's why I had to go in the backyard, be outside. Yep. <laughs> the badger. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tyron Matthew. I was our first guest. Our second guest before you played. I could not tell you that. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin was our second guest? Yeah, Mike T. Mike T was the second guest wow. we had on. That's crazy. Uh, we are, then we had, you know, we, me and you are both Laker fans. And 10 days after winning the title with the Lakers, we had J.R. Smith on. That was a good one because I have an opportunity to golf with J.R. Yep. Um, yeah, so, you know, that was that was a really good conversation because we had an opportunity to talk about the uh, shirtless J.R. and how they left. Who he said he left? Um at the stadium in Orlando, it was the point guard. Oh yeah, Queen uh, Cook. Queen Cook. <laughs> he said he said he loved Queen Cook at the at the stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, we J.R. Smith, your, 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 your golfing buddy John Rom, mm, who recently won the Masters. Yeah, man. Shout uh, out to Randall. Yeah, I mean, then we remember we had Jamal Adams was talking about you know a period oh, with the Jets. Yeah. He was going through depression. Um, and heck, man, they, I, there's a lot of fans probably feel the same way when we wa watched the Jets over the last few years, especially this year. Uh, that was insightful. Of course, we had Justin Jefferson on a few times. Um, yeah. OBJ, uh, LeVar Ball was hilarious. Man, I couldn't, I, I couldn't stop laughing when we had him on, man. But yeah. just a really good dude, too. You just, you can just tell that not only that he loved his kids, but he, he's an entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had Lavar Kirby Smart had him on as well. Uh, that was before he was a two-time national champion head coach. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal uh, had Shaq on. Antoine Walker talking about the crazy gambling stories with, with MJ Fadeaway, Michael Jordan. Those were hilarious when they were talking. They were yeah. playing Boo Ray. Was it? Was it? Were they playing uh, poker or Boo Ray? It, it was. It wasn't Boo Ray. It was poker, or I can't remember what the other other one was. But poker was definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah. Mel Blunt had Mel Blunt on, Nick Saban. Uh, you know, we had some rap. We had Ice Cube, Master P, Fabulous, uh, Jermaine Dupree, um, you know, Champ Bailey. Man, we man, we've had it's so many guys that we've had on, and, and we won't be able to name all of them. But shouts out to all our guests who came on in a period when we were trying to get things established. And just having candid conversations, unfiltered, unfiltered conversations with us and entertaining conversation as well. Because you know you're doing something right when other media outlets is picking some of the things you're, you're, you, you've had and you talked about and sharing them on their sites as well. And that happened with us a lot. When you talk about some of the guests we've had on Pat P, and I would love to hear our listeners and our viewers who are, you know, checking us out right now, you know, hit us in the comment section. Who are some of the favorite guests uh, you you've seen with us? You know, have on the show. Share us with share. You hit us with your comments. You know, who was your favorite guest that we've had the opportunity of talking to? And also, too, let us know your most memorable moments. Yeah. Pat P, when you think about some of the people we've had the opportunity to talk to, you know, is there any moments that that stuck out to you? Like, yo, that was, I didn't know this, or that was funny, or we had a good time with that. I know you just talked about LaVar, how much you laughed, but is there any other memorable yeah. moments that, that um, sticks out to you? Uh, let me see. I mean, we had so many great conversations, and it's so hard just to pick out 
one or you know one a specific thing out of the story that we had uh the story time that we had to, um that we was able to have but i'm probably gonna go with i thought uh Leroy, Leroy Butler. I thought Leroy that, Butler, Hall of Famer. Yeah, man. I thought that was uh, a great conversation. Just him giving us his point of view on, you know, his journey to hall to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, starting Elite Thirty Six, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. That the the liquor. Yeah, the liquor. Sorry if I if I bastardized the name, um, but. It was just it was just awesome just to have, you know, him on the show and, and also just to see, obviously, he's an older guy, but how hip he is still to the hip hop music today. What, what, what was the song? What was the song? Uh, 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 Hotel uh, uh, Lobby? Hotel Lobby. That's his favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hotel yeah. Lobby. So Hotel Lobby. Uh, that was a good one, man. Uh, even Travis Hunter, man, when we had him in high school. When he was in high school. Yeah. I remember Travis talking Hunter with was him. On the show. Yeah, talking with him in his car, you know, where I think he mm -hmm. was just even workout, about to head to workout or something like that. So yep. um that was a pretty cool conversation. Uh obviously with all my with all of our DBs, you know, it's always great to talk with them. Like you talked about Mel Blunt. Yeah, uh, say he eat rat he used to eat rabbit. Yeah, his eating habits, uh Champ Daily. He gave us some of the insight on what uh what helped him uh have a longevity career. Mm -hmm. Um, man, we just asked some Shaq, you know, a fellow Tiger. That was a good one. Yeah, when um, he, he talked about Rudy Gobert's contract. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, that that was an awesome one, man. But um, I probably say one of my 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 most memorable one, and I did not think we would get her on here with Chanel West Coast because okay. why? Why is that? Because I What's love your favorite show? show. I love that show for one. Uh -huh. And I would have I never thought she would say yeah, to be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Because we didn't really talk to, it wasn't really sports with her, which is more talking about the show Ridiculousness. Right. And uh, you know some of the other things she had going, because she's also a rapper as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we talked about the show. And they, they still owe you a visit, too, by the way. They need to yeah, get you man, on the got, show. Yeah, I got to get out there, man. Yeah. Rob, they, they, if you hear this, Rob, man, if somebody can get this to Rob, man, I would love to come out to the L.A., and get on the set. Oh, show Pat loves the show. He's been loving that show forever. I, I, oh, yeah. I, you're the only person I know that loved that show like how you love the show. So you clearly you know me. I love to laugh. And when I'm at home, the kids all, you know, they down. Now, not my day kind of unchilled out. I just go in the living room and pop on ridiculousness. And I just yeah. get a good laugh before I go to bed. Yeah. Man, you know, that's why I'm a live long, man. I'm always smiling, man. Don't let nothing You got to always smile, man. Life, life's too hard to not smile, man. You're above ground. You got opportunity to smile. That's your decision. That's your choice. You got to take it. And, and whatever you're going through, find a way to, to laugh about it and find a positive, uh, the, the positiveness connected to it and, and, and keep pushing. So you're right. You got to yep. find a way to smile. Gotcha. Uh, I think for me, uh, you wasn't with me, but this was Super Bowl when Michael Parsons, Revealed that he loved feet. He got a foot fetish. Mm. He loved toes. It, oh, yeah. it shocked. I, I do remember seeing that clip. It shocked the heck out of me because I was not expecting that. <laughs> and I know there are a lot of foot fetishes out there, a lot of people who love that. And I just wasn't expecting him to say, man, he loved feet. You like feet? Me? Yeah. 
I mean, I like. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna be in awe over feet, but I like to see some like my you, wife. Do you kiss your wife toe, wife toes? Hell no. So you really don't like feet like that? Yeah, I like looking at them, not kissing them. Do you rub? Do you like rubbing them? Yeah, I rubbed my baby. I rubbed them last night. Oh. Well, you really don't like feet, because you like feet, you don't kiss toes like Parsons probably do. Because he said he loved toes. Yeah, that's that's that man problem. <laughs> man, he kissing no feet, man. You know how funions and all type of bacteria be down there. You walking on the floor, man. But <laughs> hey man, I ain't judging him. Hey, yeah. So that, that, that's his thing. I I, I love all our, 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 our food debates that we done had on the show. Uh, yeah. That's something that we got to continue to do as well. Because we both, me and Pat, both, Pat loves to, to eat. I love to eat. Pat loves to cook more than I do. And we always talking about food. So the, the food debates, definitely, they've been hilarious. Um, What else we, man, we had so much. Uh, man, the 33. O, OBJ saying he never wanted to leave the Giants. That was, that was good information when he oh, that shared that with good. us. He, he wanted to remain a Giants and basically retire with the organization. Um. You know, another thing that was funny, too, when uh, we had Levante David on when they were getting oh, ready for the Super Bowl against Kansas City. And, he, you know, somebody was crying in the locker room after beating Green Bay and Tom called him out. He still they said, what the F you crying for? Yeah, we still got we still got more ball left to be played, man. That that, that was who pretty. Who was it, uh, though? Did we find out? No, Levante, wouldn't, he wouldn't tell us who the player was crying. That's what I thought. After right. winning the NFC Championship game and Tom, hey, Tom hey, called him out. They won the Super Bowl, man, so them tears played off. <laughs> oh, no question. No question. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I remember, uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, your teammate at the time, was talking about all the quarterbacks that he played with and just the, 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 dis, the dislike on his face when he was naming some of the guys he played with while in Houston. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's man. We're... Still going... Um, hell, even um, uh, Joey Porter Jr. getting him on even before because you well, he, that one too, though. you said that'd be crazy at Pittsburgh. Yeah, so that was a that was a big time memorable moment because we kind of talked spoke that into fruition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, because we had no idea thinking that you know he lined up with Pittsburgh. I said, how would it be if you get a chance to play in Pittsburgh? And lo and behold. And then we had his father on sharing some stories with him, you know what I mean, with Senior, uh, you know, the great Dick LeBeau, you know, we had him on. Uh, man, we've had, man, Eric, how many episodes have we done? Can, can you look that up for us real quick? Because clearly, I, I think we're north of 200 episodes. Wow. North of 200 episodes, and you know, a lot of episodes we didn't have, a, we didn't have 200 guests or whatever, but we had well over 170 guests. Wow. Yeah, man. Okay. I mean, Dominique Wilkins had Dominique on one time. Oh, yeah, we did have Dominique Wilkins on. John Smoltz talking about the Braves when they won the World Series. Hey, but uh, my favorite, my favorite one though, my favorite moment would probably be the conversation we had with Troy. Yeah, TP Troy. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that I I would never ever forget that conversation. That was pretty dope, man. Yeah, yeah, and and got a chance to share some of the the the, the funny moments with Troy because you know most people don't don't know he got a a, a large a, a a wide sense of humor. I mean, he's very very funny. He's a jokester. Uh, Two hundred and twenty seven episodes, Pat P. 
That's what we. I mean, that's what we. Oh, two twenty-seven. Two two seven. Like the TV show. That's be one of my favorite TV shows. By the way, two two seven. The side. You remember two two seven? Huh? No. What? No. You remember the TV show two two seven? I don't really, really watch shows like that, man. No, that was a show like in the nineties. Yeah, I. You didn't watch TV in the nineties. Oh man, I was out. I was in the streets. Eating a bologna sandwich? Nope. <laughs> That's the problem right now. No, it ain't. Hey, 227 was a great show. AKA the side father. I'm looking at this. You call your boy the side father. Oh, uh, hey, you, you you remember when I revealed that? That was in the first episode that what? I had a crush on Peggy Bundy growing oh, up as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Peggy's had them tights on, man, all the time, man. <laughs> I cannot, I was not the only one who had a crush on Peg Bundy. I know I'm not. No, no. I, I no. know I'm not. I but didn't, you, but I But you know, you were growing up a little kid, man. You know, your hormones going every which way, man. So Peg used to get me fired up a little bit. Man, Lisa Ray was mine. Was mine. Well, Lisa Ray was everybody, but you know, <laughs> I, I saw Peg before I saw Lisa. Because mm-hmm. Players Club didn't come out to, I was a, I was a, uh, a Married with Children fan. I was a big time Al Bundy fan. So I used to watch Peg Bundy yeah. all the time. Oh, Peg. Yeah, yeah. Peg used to get me fired up with them black tights. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you know them black tights. <laughs> you know, you got your date going up there at seven o'clock waiting on. <laughs> Man, my mom, she didn't know why, but I was always watching She's like, why are you watching that show? That's what I said, man, it's funny. No, it ain't. I'm looking at Peg come down them steps and them heels. <laughs> and them pumps, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, you crazy, man. Man, yeah, we had a lot, man. So, man, please hit us in that comment section, man. Let us know, you know, your favorite episodes or your favorite guests we've had on. And I, as I stated earlier in the show, uh, we're going to keep it rolling. We're going to keep this train rolling. We got, we got more... Uh, entertaining things coming your way um but you know with cbs we're we're no longer with cbs but i'm still with cbs i'm still with cbs sports the network i'm still with hq you catch me there weekly you know talking ball talking fantasy talking college talking everything and you catch pat p doing what he's doing you know catching interceptions for the pittsburgh steelers and he's gonna keep doing he's doing until they tell them they can't make the playoffs they got another big coming game this uh sunday against seattle and uh, and stay tuned for us. What we're doing, you know, we're gonna keep it delivering content. Our YouTube page is gonna still be doing what it's doing. Uh, Spotify, Apple, definitely be able to find all our content as well. And just stay tuned for what's next with us. But you better believe whatever it is is gonna be great. It's gonna be entertaining, and it's going to be insightful. And that's what we do. But most importantly, the next big thing on our schedule is the ball game. Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Another do or die situation. Hey, that's for both sides. Pat P got a his first start as safety, got an interception. Let's see, can he keep him going? And Mason Rudolph and Mason, we trust. Mason, you getting you getting close to getting that statue? As I told Pat P, he laughed at me. He chuckled yeah. at me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you know how Steeler fans are. You know how you know how wild and crazy Steeler fans are. Get closer, boy. Okay, you gonna say again, Mac? Bro. You said it. Let's do it again, though. Yes, sir. But all our fans and listeners, thank you. Like I said, stay tuned. We're going to keep this train rolling. And Pat P, get you some rest. We see you when we see you. 
All our fans, man, hit us in the comment section. Let us know what you think. As I, as I stated, favorite episodes, favorite guests, memorable moments, man. Share them with us. And we love to talk about it as well. So that might be what we handle in our next episode, sharing with you guys some of your thoughts, because we love to make, allow you to feel part of the show as well. So appreciate all the love, all, all, the, all the, the comments and the positive things and the negative things as well. We take it and we use it to try to find ways to be better. So we appreciate that. Pat P, you got anything you want to say? Man, I just want to say I appreciate um, all the fans, all the love, all the the support um, in this journey that we've been on, man. I never had a, you know, a thought that we would be 200 and something odd episodes. 227. Yeah. Like a TV show you never watched before. You just like saying that number. You never Um, watched 227. I don't understand how you never watched 227. Never thought or imagined that we'll be 227 episodes in, man. It's just a blessing. And and I really felt that we we grew and got better, you know, as we continued to pour into it. So, um, like you said, we thank our fans for the feedback, yep. good and bad. Um, it just helped us become better and continue to try to put out as best content as, as we can to you guys so you guys can have, I guess, like that insight on you know our world because we're 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 in that line or or on that side of the fence that you guys want insight or intel on so um we appreciate you guys but like max said this train is not stopping you know we're going to figure out some things um to keep all things covered going but until then we love you guys we thank you guys and we'll see you when we see you peace peace